Welcome back to Six Pennies Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Farmers Insurance and Derek Shaw. Make sure to give Derek a call so you can get a home, a life, or an auto insurance quote right away. His phone number is 214-729-6462. You can also check his Facebook page at facebook.com slash Derek Shaw Insurance. Don't forget, you can get a great discount for mentioning Six Six Pennies Podcast when you call him. All right, Albie, how's it going? Jeez, are you sick over there, Timmy? Oh, does this sound terrible? Man, you are always sick. Oh, man, baby started daycare. I think I'm going (laughs) to be sick for the next two years. Man. That's just how it goes. But it's been a while. Um, Today's a special day, though. Do you know why? Why? Um, This is actually our 50th podcast. Can you believe it? 5-0, David Robinson. Wow. The big 5-0, yes. David Robinson, good job. Uh, but today we're going to talk about one of my favorite topics, actually the only topic that I uh, am qualified to speak about, and that's the NBA. Oh, I thought you were going to say baseball trades and free agent signings. Yeah, I mean, that's my that's kind of my secondary <laughs> uh, specialty. No, it's, it's all NBA for me. Um, I've been watching a little bit here and there, definitely keeping up with standings, trades, all that. We, we missed the trade deadline. We wanted to talk about it, but then it was it was just a little too late, but... Um, it's been a couple weeks now. What do you think about the trades the Cavs made and, and the rest of the, of the league? We didn't speak on it because it was like too crazy, right? The Cavs trade happened all within like 30 minutes of each other. There were three back-to-back-to-back trades. Obviously now they're on a four-game winning streak, so it all looks good. But honestly, being a huge, huge LeBron fan, it all comes down to LeBron. And I think the last four games, he's just been trying harder. He's trying harder because he has guys around him who can actually, like, move, who can play defense, who can, like, I don't know, jump and stuff. I mean, he was playing with, like, D-Wade and Isaiah. It's, it's pretty tough. Yeah, it's kind of like when you're in a in a rec league and you, <clears throat> you play with, like, a bunch of older guys and you have to play up against all these young kids who can run and jump and, and everything and you just, like, you just get run out of the gym because you can't rebound, you can't dribble up the court because they're so much faster and have, have more energy than you and I think you're right I think that kind of uh, gave LeBron the motivation again because he's passing to guys who can actually slash and make layups and shoot and um, I'm excited for the Cavs I think it's a huge spot for guys like Jordan Clarkson and Rodney Hood because they've kind of been under the radar for so long but now they're going to get a lot of playoff exposure and a lot of um, prime time national TV game exposure, so I'm, I'm excited for them. I don't know what you're talking about in those rec leagues, because I'm pretty sure I'm the old guy who's um, who's slowing things down. So I guess you're LeBron in that case, waiting for guys who can play faster, huh? I would love to be the oldest guy on the team and have four young kids just running around. That'd be so Oh, yeah, fun. that's the best. Then yeah. you can just play defense, throw the outlet pass, and wait. I don't know about play defense, but really just dribble the ball and pass, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess I'm too. I'm not good at dribbling anymore. I can only pass. I can only play defense. I think the biggest drop off uh, when you get older is rebounding. Like I can't jump. I can't box someone out and jump at the same time. You know what I mean? Well, dep- it depends who you're rebounding against. If it's against young guys, then yeah, that's a problem. I guess against like older guys or um, you know not as youthful people, then it's it's probably still I, I can do it okay. It just takes a lot of effort and. Um, you know, if you're trying to do other stuff too, you're not going to be good at rebounding. For me, for me, it's the defensive plays where like somebody makes a bad pass and you you know you should be able to get it, 
and then you just like reach out and it's like you're moving in slow motion the <laughs> yeah. ball just goes like right past your hand yep those are the worst or blocks where you think you can block it it's like so obvious the ball's going right in this spot but for some reason your your hand just can't get to that spot dang you still go for blocks yeah man That's... the you know one hand left hand um <laughs> no jump blocks only those <laughs> nice all right let, let's get to let's get to better players that, than us um interesting things that the Cavs did I agree with you um LeBron does look really good and the Cavs look like they definitely have a chance again um before before the trades I wasn't sure they would get past the second round to be honest but all right um did you did you really believe that did you really believe that man they were looking really really bad even with Isaiah Thomas and Jay Crowder like People who thought that the Cavs were done in the East, they were just super recency bias. I don't think it's recency bias, though. I mean, it, it was definitely based on the full-year play of Jay Crowder and Isaiah Thomas, and they've been terrible, both of them. Yeah, I mean, they were terrible, but I think at the end, I think it will come to the point, let's say they didn't make any moves at the deadline, I think LeBron will have to wake up the very next morning and be like, well, F, this is my team. Um, maybe I'm not going to win a ring, but I'm sure as hell not going to lose in the second round. So we, I mean, there's no way for us to know this, but I, I don't think that they would have been favored against either the Celtics or the Raptors the way they were playing. I mean, that's, that's good anyways, right? Who wants to be yeah, favored? Yeah, I mean, yeah. And obviously he'd probably turn it up. He might just, they might just win anyway, but we, that's not what we're here for anymore. They're six and a half games back of the Raptors and the Celtics. They're pretty locked into the third seed. Um, but you think that they're still the favorites in the East, right? So I actually think they're going to jump Boston. Boston in the last... They've been terrible, yeah. Yeah, in the last like 20 games or so, they're cl- playing close to 500 basketball. Just a little yeah. bit better. And then <clears throat> the Cavs... Their offense is bad, too. Yeah, the offense is bad. And they just gave up, what, like 120 points to the Clippers? I mean, come on. At home, too. Um, so I do see Cleveland kind of jumping them. But... I, I really I, it just depends right LeBron's motivation factor does he want to play Boston in the second round or do, does he want to try to get the the number one seed and actually go for it um, we'll see um, I think the the biggest benefit honestly of the trade deadline for the Cavs is infusion of young talent and stuff but it's gonna it's gonna allow LeBron to hopefully take a breather get some rest um get some more tread on those tires and gear up for the playoffs so do you know how many more games there are until the playoffs uh it's nba all-star weekend so it's usually that's at like 50 games right so maybe 30 35 left dude there's only like 26 games left for most teams i think 25 26 like they're not going to make up six and a half games on the raptors they might catch the celtics but i think they're pretty locked in at the two three spot where they're gonna have to play the celtics second round which is probably fine but that's not a lot of time for LeBron to rest. Like they're gonna have to get integrated, get used yeah. to all those guys. I wish the All Star game was a little earlier. I will say this: the the freaking Houston Rockets, the best team in the NBA, made That's up correct. their made their made up their five game. I think they were five games behind Golden State, and they made it up within twenty games. So it's definitely. I mean, that's possible. what happens when you win like ten straight, and then you go twenty eight and one when uh, your three best players are playing. Man, how is Chris Paul not an All Star? Uh, it's fine. I'd rather him get rest. You know? You don't think he's going to be partying in L.A.? Uh, I don't think so. Chris Paul doesn't really party. He he drinks wine, he hangs out, he plays with his sons. I don't think he's partying. Uh, okay. But Cliff Paul, <laughs> he probably parties. 
What's that? I said Cliff Paul, though. He probably parties. No, Cliff Paul's busy um, filing claims. Let's uh, let's briefly talk about the Houston Rockets. It's uh, They are number one in the West. First time in franchise history. They're first place in the conference at the All-Star break. No, no, no. First, first time that they're first place overall at the All-Star oh, break. Oh, we're, wow. we're the best in the in the league right now. Yeah, best record in the league, first time in franchise history. What are your thoughts about them? Are you still worried um, maybe Chris Paul and James Harden not being able to deliver in the postseason? Is Ryan Anderson still going to play like this? How do you feel about your team? Uh, I'm feeling pretty good. Um, better than even just a few weeks, a couple weeks ago. I, I'm not worried about CP and Harden really delivering in the playoffs. I think they're going to be very good. I think it's going to come down to the Warriors and uh, just the immense talent that they have. Um, Ryan Anderson doesn't bother me that much. I think he's great for what he does. And um, I saw D'Antoni uh, brought him off the bench the other day. He might have been hurt or something. But it'll be interesting if, if he tries that out in the playoffs too because there's going to be games where he doesn't need to play much anyway. Now that we have guys like Tucker and, uh, and Mamute who can kind of fill the gap there, and obviously like Joe Johnson too. Oh, um, Joe Cool, ISO Joe. I so Joe. I mean, I, I'm feeling pretty, pretty good about them right now. Like, it, I think it's, it's going to be a, a nice race in the West, and I'm not scared of anybody except for the Warriors. You're not worried about James Harden Game Six? No, I'm not. It's crazy how um, it seems like that episode is so far away in the in the past, right? Uh, I don't even know what episode you're talking about. Yeah, it's it's insane. Um, no, okay, I was... so I agree with you. I think Houston's in a good spot. I think. Um, the Warriors are actually, I think their problems are a lot bigger than people are trying to trying to hide. I think a lot of it is like people are saying that, you know, they're just tired. They've been um, just zoned out for the last month heading to the All-Star break and stuff like that. But to be honest with you, their defense is not as good this year. And I think Draymond and his attitude is actual a, a real legitimate problem for them. Uh. Yeah, you're probably wrong. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with the Warriors. Like, yeah, maybe there's there's little things you probably nitpick. Like, their their shooting isn't like as great as normal, but they still have Curry, Clay, and KD. Like, their defense isn't as great, but KD is suddenly like one of the best defensive players overall. Um, they're 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 bored. They're coaching themselves. They're they're barely the second best team in the league. Like. There's going to be no problems for them in the playoffs. Or, I mean, once it gets to the playoffs. That said, I'm not saying that they're, like, a lock to win at all. I think the Rockets have a legitimate shot. It's just I don't I don't think people should be worried about the Warriors. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to name some players, and you tell me what's the commonality between these four guys. LaMarcus Aldridge, Chris Stapps Porzingis, Kevin Love, John Wall. Um, they're all All-Stars that they, are playing in the All-Star game? Is, yeah, they are all part of— Is that right? Of, they are all part of Team LeBron that got hurt. And, oh, um, what about DeMarcus? Oh, yeah, DeMarcus, too. Wow, that's five guys? Holy crap. Wait, yeah. I thought... I didn't know LeMarcus got hurt. Yeah, LeMarcus is gone. Oh, okay. So, yeah, if I was, if I was KD, right, I would have just sat out these last two weeks because I would be so scared with the LeBron curse. That's pretty crazy, huh? Yeah. Five out of his, like, 10 guys, 11 guys... Yep. All right, let's let's uh, jump into the All-Star game. Are you excited about All-Star weekend? Uh, what's your favorite event? Do you like Friday, Saturday, or Sunday the most? Uh, 
I think in the past, I would have probably said Saturday night for sure. Um, still, always still interested in the dunk contest, even though it has, has been pretty bad like most years. Um, but this year, I don't think I care at all about any of the days. What about you? Um, for me, Dallas Mavericks, we don't have any representation in the game, but we do have Dennis Smith in the Rising Stars Challenge as well as dunk contest, so I'm very looking forward to Saturday. Uh, I think we've had maybe two or three Mavs compete in the dunk contest in the past, and they've all flopped, either miss dunks or not even get out of the first round. So I'm hoping Dennis Smith will shine some positive light on us. Um, uh, who who are the Mavs who have competed before? Michael Finley. He did like yeah, the cartwheel dunk, and then oh, and, cartwheel dunk. That's harder <laughs> than it thinks. And then I don't know if you remember Tony Dumas, but he missed like four yeah. dunks. <laughs> yeah, Tony Dumas. It's that's been right. a, yeah, it's been a really uh, embarrassing, embarrassing. Time. Who's in the Who's in the dunk contest? Dennis Smith Jr., Donovan Mitchell. Yep. So DSJ Donovan Mitchell is taking uh, Aaron Gordon's place. Who got hurt? Larry Nance Jr., which will be interesting because now he's dunking in the contest in L.A. where he just got traded from. And then, yeah, he plays on the Cavs where his dad played, right? Yeah. And then Victor Oladipo, whose nickname is Mr. 360. He's already been in the dunk contest in the past. I think he lost to um, Levine. He's not that good. Yeah, he, he lost to Levine the first time. But the, the I don't odds, think he's that good. The odds are this. So DSJ is number one to win it, then Mitchell then Nance, then Oladipo. If you had to put your money on one of them, who would you choose? I would put my money on Larry Nance. Larry Nance? What is he going to do? Yeah. Is just jump really high? and strike? Yeah, he's so tall, though. No, forget it. Not Larry Nance. Probably Donovan Mitchell. Do you want to do a meal bet? No, I don't do that stuff, remember? <laughs> All right. And then How the second... Hello? To me? Yeah. Okay. Start over again? Where where did I stop? Uh you were I think you were about to bring up so you're gonna pick Dennis Smith. Oh. Uh, who would you pick? You you pick DSJ? I definitely pick forty eight inch vertical DSJ. Apparently he has four dunks that he can for sure complete the first time. Um I also think J. Cole is gonna be in the first first row watching him dunk and I think He's probably going to pull J. Cole and be a participant. So I think that... Is that exciting? Like, is, is J. Cole a really big deal? J. Cole is a big deal in North Carolina. So, uh, I mean, but Carolina the boys. the contest is in Los Angeles, and I don't know. I think it's, it's all about the show, right? The showmanship. And I think DSJ, if he were to bring out J. Cole and do all these dunks, I think, I think he should win. If Larry you, Nance... You don't think... Larry Nance Jr. dunking over his dad would be, like, <laughs> jumping over his dad would, would be more of a show. If he was a Laker, then it would be Dude, a guarantee. I think, I think that might happen. All right, all right. You sh for sure not a meal bet? No, for sure no meal bet. No. Okay. I'm yeah, actually, bet. so I'm actually looking forward to the three-point contest. The reason being is Eric Gordon, he's going for back-to-back -back ships. There hasn't been very many back-to-back -back winners outside of Bird, Jason Capono, I believe, won back-to-back. -back. Um, like Craig Hodges or something? Craig Hodges, yeah. But guys like Steph never won back-to-back. -back. Clay never won back-to-back. -back. So I'm interested to see if EG can pull through. Um, it's a pretty stacked field. I'll go through it. and um, Is it? I don't think it's a stacked field. 
I mean, you have EG, you have Clay Thompson, who's in it for like the fourth year in a row. Paul George, Devin Booker, who's, who's going to be an all-star one of these days. But uh, the fact that he's in the three-point contest is pretty cool. Bradley Beal, Kyle Lowry, and then, yeah, these two, uh, I'm not sure. Wayne Ellington and Tobias Harris. All right, well, Wayne Ellington is killing it from three this year, so he might be a good... Um... Uh, might be a good pick. Kinda Lowry's like a, been in the contest before. He's been terrible. Yeah, I don't know why he. I don't think he has enough power to shoot that many shots or something. Um, and Tobias, obviously, I think I think he's out too. I don't think Paul George's shot is really made for this contest either. Even though he's like third in the league and threes made or something. I think it's between Gordon Clay and maybe Devin Booker. I think maybe Beal. Yeah, I think Wayne Ellington. His release is too slow. I actually think. Oh, is it? I think Bradley Beal is a sleeper here. Yeah, he's got a good shot. Uh, yeah, I mean, Clay is great at this contest because he just is so used to doing exactly this, just taking the ball and just shooting it right away. Yeah. So his shot just goes so quick. I don't think he gets tired from it. I would still put him as the favorite, even though Eric Gordon's the defending champ. Yeah, according to the odds, um, in order, it's actually Clay, Paul George, Eric Gordon, then Devin Booker. I mean, Paul George is only second because he's the most popular player there. So that's right. kind of like a, a trap bet, if you will. Yeah, definitely don't go Paul George. Um, and Eric Gordon has also been shooting pretty poorly from three this year, um, probably because everybody's scared of him because he shot so well last year. But yeah, I wouldn't put him as the as the favorite. I'm I'm not interested in this. I don't know why. I think the three point contest is actually more exciting than the dunk contest because it happens quicker. Like the the yeah. anticipation of it is is quicker. It's kind of like when you watch baseball. Um, pitch, which, you, which I don't. Which you don't. But basically, like the anticipation between pitches is, is what keeps me glued to the TV, and it, it's oh, kind of like that. So the, the... the part where you're doing nothing and just waiting and <laughs> staring at the screen is what keeps you glued to. All right. So the All next, right. the next thing we have is a skills cha- skills challenge, and this is when you know the little guys go up against the big guys. Uh, I'll name the big guys first. Very interesting group here. Al Horford, super popular, right? Super exciting dude. Nope. Um, Andre Drummond, right? Super interesting. Very cool. Yeah, no? I don't understand where you're going with this. It's just a very, very boring field in my oh, opinion. Oh, yeah. Andre Drummond, Lowry Markkinen, and, and then, of course, Joel Embiid. So that part is cool. Uh, the little guys. Buddy Heald. Wow, yes. Buddy Heald. The, the next Steph Curry, yeah. Spencer Dinwiddle. Dinwiddie. Windy. Dinwiddie. Jamal Murray and Lou Will. Sweet Lou. Yeah, this is a really stacked field. Huh? <laughs> Wait, who's taking Porzingis' spot? I think it's it has to be like Andre Drummond or someone. Like, that's so random. Oh, Drummond is in for Porzingis? I think so. Because I think Embiid, Embiid, oh, right, right, right. And, Embiid and Horford were already in, yeah. In marketing, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is awful. I mean, the only interesting thing to watch is Embiid, just because he's fun to watch. But I, I hate this challenge. I know the big guys have won it a couple times, but it's like, I don't want to really see big guys doing this. Yeah, it's it's actually... And watching, think about like watching Al Horford. Al Horford is like so slow at everything, right? He's like so exciting and fun to watch, right? Oh man, it's going to be terrible. <laughs> it's so weird because back in the day, it used to be like Chris Paul, Lynn Sanity, Darren. Yeah, Steve Nash. Yeah, what happened to this? Steph Curry... Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's supposed to be four little guys, four big guys, but the little guys they even chose are pretty bad. You think, like, 
How many different guys do you think the NBA went through before they got to Buddy Heels or to Spencer Dinwiddie? Uh, like twenty? Yeah, 30? at least, at least. I can okay. see Buddy Heald having to take at least five attempts on the bounce pass through the hoop skill. Yeah, it's it's not gonna be pretty. Let's let's get past this. All right. Okay. So that's Saturday night. You're not excited for anything. Sunday. This is like. The greatest pickup game of all time. We have uh, two captains. They chose their own teams. Team Steph and Team LeBron. Are you looking forward to this? Uh, I think I would have been if they, if it was televised, if we knew who picked whom and or where they picked each guy and if LeBron's team wasn't decimated. Right? Yeah. But LeBron's team is actually still pretty good. Yeah, even despite everything. I mean, he has... Durant and he has uh, Anthony Davis. So that's that's probably already like the best starting starting lineup. Is he just better at Steph at everything? Um, no, not at everything, but <laughs> he definitely outdrafted him. That's for sure. He got Westbrook. He got um, I don't know. He got he got his boy Kyrie. He's definitely got the better team. Yeah. Now Westbrook gets to start because Demarcus is hurt. So that's a that's a crazy team. Demar um, Westbrook, Kyrie, Davis. And what was the guy you mentioned? KD. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it should be okay. I, I'm not. I don't know. Maybe if I lived in LA, I would. Uh, I would be more interested in it. But I, I'm ready to get moving with the season and, and get us to the playoffs. Um, who? What? What are you thinking about the playoffs now? You know, 25 games left. We already talked about a lot of it. Um, do you think the Warriors are are the favorites? Um, I think the Warriors are still the favorites because because they're the incumbent champions. Um, I also think that 25 games left now, I think they, they're actually going to start, they're going to flip the switch, if you will. And I think there's going to be a real fight for that number one seed. Um, as a Warriors hater, though, I actually want them to finish first because I think um, it, Houston in the number two seed is just better for them, in my opinion. Because they would play the Spurs in the second round? I think because, I mean, it doesn't matter who they play up until the Warriors, because Houston's far and away a top two team. I just think that if they came into the Warriors series as, like, expected to win, they have home court advantage and things like that, I think they would not deliver. Uh, I completely disagree. Like, that doesn't, I don't, that doesn't make any sense to me. Like, even if the Rockets have home court advantage against the Warriors, they're not going to be favored. favored. Right, like the betting odds are going to be on the Warriors no matter what. Yeah, it's. I'd rather take that home court advantage and just use it. I mean, even if it doesn't help, even if they don't deliver, I'd rather have that advantage. I just feel like recent history for the Rockets, like the Harden era, they're so much better when they're playing the underdog role on the road. So you have like the Clippers, uh, that huge Game Seven comeback was a Game Seven, I believe, with Josh game Smith. Game six. Game six. Um, I feel like all the every single time where I think that Harden or Houston did not deliver, it was at Toyota Center. So last year, Game Six huh. comes to mind. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, if you had to pick today, would it be Warriors over Cavs in the finals? No, I would pick Cavs over Warriors. Easy. What? What is? Um, okay, that's fine. I don't know. It seems like a very biased opinion. You think so? I think the Cavs are better built to face the Warriors than they were last year. Uh, and they lost to the Warriors in five last year? Yep. I don't, I don't see how they're better equipped at all. 
Really? They're they're playing yeah. they're playing better. They have younger pieces on the outside. They're more versatile defensively, which is they're not they're not playing better than last year. Last year in the playoffs, they won like their first eleven games. No, I'm playing. I'm saying they're they're playing better now as opposed to earlier in the in, in the yeah, season. Yeah, that's because earlier this year they're the worst defensive team in the league. Agreed. Agreed. Um, they have to be playing better. There's no other choice. Yeah. I they mean, before 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 like Isaiah points. before Isaiah Thomas came back, then they win like eighteen of nineteen. Yeah, they games. won. They won eighteen of nineteen against against trash competition. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, they're I I can't. They're, they're definitely not favored. You, you can't pick them over the Warriors. I think the Cavs have a better shot this year than last year. That's that just, is that is a hot take from Alvy. <laughs> like I I genuinely believe that, and it's so not because the, you think they'll win or at least get to six. Yes, for sure. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they got to six, but I, I can't see them winning at all. So if Cleveland got to six games, is LeBron staying? I, that's an interesting question. That's what I was going to ask you last. It's, uh, I, don't, I don't think LeBron's staying either way, do you? Whoa, really? Yeah. Even Why if they won? He, he hates Dan Gilbert. He doesn't talk to him. Even if they won? Yeah, I think he's leaving no matter what. Yeah, I mean, as a LeBron fan, if he were to win this year and get his fourth ring, I actually wouldn't care where he went. I'd be so happy. I'd be like, okay, just go ahead and join the Warriors because whatever you do at this point, you're always going to have two more rings than Steph and three more rings than KD, especially if you join their team. So most amazing thing would be if he beat them and then joined them. That's not, that's like impossible, right? I mean, it is possible, right? Uh, I guess. I mean, yeah, I guess it's technically possible, but that would never happen. So, so to answer my question, I think LeBron would leave only if they got swept. So if, he, if they contend and make it five, six, or even seven games, I think he's staying in Cleveland. So if, if they get swept or they don't make the finals for some reason, then he's gone. Yeah. All right, what, what's the leading contender to take him? It has to be, it has to be Paul George and L.A., right? Yeah, I think that's the leading choice. That'd be... I don't know. It seems like people have been talking about that for too long. Um, I, I still don't know why he would do that, because it would just be him and Paul George. It's not like they have a lot of great players to go with them. Yeah, he would, do, he be, he would be doing that 100% because of business reasons, not because of basketball reasons. Oh, okay, so there's no way he would go to like the Rockets or the Spurs. If he wanted to really, really win, if he still cared about that, then yeah, he would go to Houston. But... I, I think if he left Cleveland, it's only L.A. I don't think it's any other team. All right, unless, guess we'll see. Unless it's Miami, man. What if he rejoins Miami? No, I think that, that ship has sailed. There's no way. Are you guys, as a Houston franchise, are you guys clearing space for LeBron? Or how are you guys going to bring him in? No, the Rockets have absolutely zero space. There's... Yeah, so why is that a legitimate rumor? I don't know why it's a rumor. It's impossible. I mean, it's the same reason why we couldn't get Carmelo last year. We couldn't get anybody to take Ryan, Ryan Anderson's contract. Man, good thing you guys didn't get Carmelo, huh? I Yeah. I mean, that's what I was saying the whole time. Really glad we didn't get that guy. Um, yeah, the only way is to get rid of Ryan Anderson and everybody else, basically, besides CP and Harden, because we'll have to re-sign CP if, if we want them all. Um, that It's not going to happen. So do you like CP now? Uh, I think I'm like neutral now. Wow, it's moved up a lot. I don't hate him. I definitely don't dislike him now. Um, 
I haven't like watched like a ton of games, but what I've seen, I'm, uh, I don't dislike him anymore. Why? What happened? I don't know. He's not as annoying, right? Like he doesn't, you don't <laughs> see him like complaining as much. Maybe it's just I haven't watched enough, or maybe there's not as many clips. Maybe they're not losing. I, I'm not sure. He's definitely complaining the same. Is he? Oh, okay. Forget it. <laughs> he didn't complain the, the times I've, I've watched. All right, let's go ahead and wrap this up. Thanks for joining Six Pennies Podcast once again. Uh, please give us a like on Facebook and leave us a review on iTunes.